Welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast. My name is Samantha Hearn and I am the host of this amazing channel. I wanted to bring you a place where you hear from myself and other amazing, inspirational business people on their journey to the success they've created. I wanted to bring you the offline journeys to the online successes that we see on social media. I want to create a place where you hear the struggles people have been through, the challenges, the lessons they've learned, the mistakes they've made, so that you know that ordinary people can create extraordinary things every single day, and that it's totally possible for you too. The Be Bold in Business podcast is a place where you are going to hear real, genuine, warts and all stories from some of the most exceptional people in business and how they succeeded anyway. If you are ready to show up in your business, if you are ready to be bold, if you are ready to learn from your mistakes, if you are ready to bounce back and become more resilient, this is the podcast for you. And me, Samantha Hearn, I cannot wait to welcome you, support you, empower and inspire you and share with you the stories that sometimes don't get shared online and give you this real refreshing approach on how building a business sometimes can be hard, sometimes involves failing, sometimes involves struggle, but you can still succeed anyway. So welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast, and I cannot wait for you to take your invitation to be bold in your business too. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Experience Series, where basically we dive into someone else's psychology, which is very exciting. Um, so for those of you that have listened to any of these, you know that I don't like to create like leading questions. It's not about trying to formulate any form of directive to this, but it is to give you an insight into the types of people I work with and why we work together, but also for them to talk to you about what they do and why they do it. And then as a listener, my main aim for this is to give you the opportunity to understand why other people make the decisions they do, whether it's to work with someone, to not work with someone, to do something or not do something. So this is about exposing you to the amazing women in my world, yes, but more than that, giving you the opportunity to see how other people make decisions, because that might really impact the way that you work. It might impact the types of people you want to work with. So the experience series is just that. It's about the whole experience. It's not just I'm going to get someone on here and talk about how much money they've made. Okay. Which obviously is great, but there's just so much more to it than that. So today's amazing guest um, is going to introduce themselves to you. And we're going to talk a bit about what she does first. So you can get an idea of who she is and her amazingness. And then we're just going to see where the conversation goes, really. So hello, Lauren. Thanks for being here. Hello. Uh, thanks for having me. It's great to be here. <laughs> Tell everyone a little bit about who you are and what you do. Okay. So my name is Lauren Lepley. Um, I have a couple of businesses. So I have both brick and mortar business and online business. Um, I have a health and wellness center, full 360 mind and body. It's called Aliafia, which means to be in the state or condition of good physical and mental health. So that kind of really encapsulates what we do there. Um, and then I have an online business where I support other business owners, entrepreneurs in, in their business journey. Uh, in making sure that everything in their being is at the peak it can be like optimal condition whether it's their physical health their mental health their mindset their strategy so all of those components all pull together into one place it's it's ultimately about being them so how can we make everything in their living and breathing be you know aligned to their their innate self um and making sure that in that journey they are doing it 
in prime condition for their health so that they never get burnt out. They they don't have the, the issues of overwhelm. And it just allows them to move through this crazy roller coaster life that we've all chosen um, with a bit more clarity and a bit more fun, to be honest, a bit more fun, you know, making sure there's some space for that. I think that's so important. What what drew you to? I mean, I I do know the answers to this, by the way, everyone, but you don't. <laughs> um, what drew you to the idea of supporting people in both businesses, but in this idea of like peak performance, their health and their well being? What drew you into this space? Um, like a lot of coaches, mentors, or anyone that supports anyone in in life that it comes a lot from my own experiences. I have been very senior in global businesses. I've had my own consulting business. I have really, really worked and burnt my candle at both ends. And I have burnt out. I have burnt out down to the ground. Um, and, you know, I've needed to move country and dis like distance and disassociate myself from the world, basically, um, to recover. And it's so unnecessary. Yeah, I had a great time and it was an amazing experience. But the reason I had to do that was not so great. Like at one point I thought I might die literally because I was so, I had, it's no one else's fault either. It's myself. It was the expectations that put on me, like my expectations of myself and what I needed to do. And I completely burnt out. And, you know, I've, you know, there's different things within my, my life that all seem to, all of those loose ends have kind of come together and shown me how to do things the right way um, for sustainable health, for sustainable success. Um, and I'm teaching everyone else all the lessons that I wish I had from the beginning, because mm. it's so important that we that we feel like we're in control of our lives and our lives aren't controlling us and that does come down to health and well-being and whether that is is as a business owner or um you know a, a stay-at-home mum, even you know the the ups and the downs of that life and the pressures that you have of bringing up a child so I'm told you know it's all um you know there is so much for everyone and everyone has an opportunity to to live their life better and so Ali Afia and myself, you know, we we, we cross over there um, and we're able to support people from all different backgrounds. And it is literally from my own experiences. Um, some of them could have never happened. Some of them, you know, like health conditions and, and different traumatic events in my life. Yeah, you know, that wasn't down to my own control. But a lot of the stuff, my burnout, that was all me. And that was a lack of understanding, um, a lack of appreciation for self. And yeah, it's it, it's just, it's something that everyone needs to be, if nothing more aware of, they must be aware of it. So that's that's why I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah, and I also definitely think from all of our conversations in this space and obviously the work that you're doing, in my experience and, and the people I work with and the narrative online, it isn't usually something that people put together. Like we disconnect business from our health, business from our sleep, business from our exercise. And we almost run like two personas, like who we are in business and then who we are in all these other areas. And I love that what you're doing is actually shining a light on the fact that we don't, we don't get two bodies 
So we might mentally disassociate and say, right, I'm going to work now. And then, right, I'm going to exercise now. But you only have one version of you doing all of these things. And would you say that that is quite a common challenge to get people to understand that these things can't be separated or that one affects the other and one has an impact on the other, et cetera? Yeah, it's funny you should say that because... <clears throat> You get some people that say, oh, I'm just going to check my, my my business calendar or I'm just checking this calendar. Well, firstly, you're one person. You've only got one set of 24 hours. So make it you need one diary, one calendar. Um, and secondly, people then say, oh, I've got my calendar. Everything's, you know, it all fits. But you you still are that one brain that moves, that needs to move seamlessly from one thing to the other. Your, your exercise is part of something that optimizes your business, your business working, like using your brain and that the excitement that we get of those, the problem solving that we have, you know, that innate, you know, that pushes us towards needing a, a more mindful evening into a good quality sleep. And it, and it goes round. It is a rotation. It is like, you know, we all need to work on one circadian rhythm. We don't have multiple. And it's one mindset, one mind going between between everything. And I think when we break that up, you know, I, I have this myself, you know, I'm, I'm not perfect. I would never say that, you know, I've achieved this. And I, you know, I stay in that space all the time because it's a constant learning. It's a constant um, something that you work on. You know, it's being able to shift your mindset and like being in your own innate mind at all times. You know, sometimes we feel that we might move in between our energies, like feminine energy to a more masculine energy. But where do you sit as an innate place? And how can you align different energies to, to achieve the things you need to do, but always in between come back to self? Um, That's huge. People don't do that. When you just said to come back to self, people don't know what that means. You know, what is that to come back to myself? I don't know what that is. I just go from either wearing this hat to that hat, to this hat, to that hat, bed, and then repeat. So that in itself, when you, with the work that you do, especially in the online space, you know, because Aliafia is an offline business is amazing. You have things from, you know, plant-based cafe, yoga, meditation, networking, supper evenings, gym classes. There's just so much going on there for people to be able to kind of access. But then when it comes to the online, would you say that's part one of the biggest practices with someone before they look at business success, strategy, marketing, making more money is looking at themselves? Oh my goodness. I think it's, it's, it's such a huge factor. Um, when you're in person, like you say, like you're, you're in your own body, you can also feel the energy from other people. You see other people's facial expressions. You put yourself online, you're literally performing to a blank canvas and you have to make up in your mind what everyone's energy and reaction are saying. So you place the expectation and the presumption into your own, you know, it's in your own hands, what you think is happening. So you only reflect, it's like performing to a mirror, basically. So you, you, you go backwards and forwards and then you, you build and build each time that happens with self-expectation. And then that becomes that self. And then if you don't step out of it for long enough, regularly enough, you become what you practice right mm. so if you don't come back to self you don't come back to taking a breath to just well you know in a physical sense in a bio you know biology sense and hung to homeostasis which is ground zero if you like you're not on the negative you're not on the plus you're not to the left you're not to the right you're right in that center like when you're born you're born at the perfect homeostasis 
And, you know, if we don't go into that space, that's how we get lost. Mm. Um, you know, I talk a lot about the self trinity, which, it, you know, is self understanding, self awareness and self worth. So self understanding is like how you've got here. Like if we just if we ignore that, we lose we lose who we are. You know, there might be things that you don't like or think you wish things you wish were different. But that's how you're here. So we have to accept, acknowledge and and understand how we are in the now. And then the awareness bit is that moment of now, like the awareness of the sensation of now. And then the worth is how that pulls together and what we think of ourselves. Mm -hmm. So if you don't like practice that, it becomes very difficult to be authentic. I mean, that word is used all the time but how anyone can be authentic when they don't practice being in self and going back to their innate you know when we say innate we think of like what did you do when you were seven years old like that's before we had any um no what's that we before we had anyone else putting onto us mm. and, you know societal pressures expectations of teachers and schooling and parents and friends you know when you start like becoming a clique at school what happened before then when did you not care and so understanding self and you know coming back to that innate feeling of everything that you are and you, you love and you enjoy that you know that's how online takes us away from that and we lose ourselves mm. I think that's huge though as well especially with the type of businesses you work with and you, you know in the consultancy space and the marketing the strategy but also the peak performance I think what's huge is if people aren't self-aware, you also can't take accountability. And then when it comes to results, it always becomes someone else's fault or someone else's problem. And you end up almost burning out from chasing an answer that you know is inside you, but you just refuse. You know, like you said, if you don't understand how you've got here, you don't understand that you aren't a morning person and you're not productive before 10 a.m. and you're trying to do emails and then they're all shocking etc if you don't even have that level of self-understanding the work you will do will always be below par and therefore the results you get will be below par and therefore your self-worth will be attached to well I'm not good enough and then what's happened is you've missed the fact that you aren't self-aware to say I'm not good before 10 a.m so I just won't start work till then and actually then create better results better work better outcomes and therefore your self-worth would increase so so much of everything you're saying of course, there's a byproduct to success to that. But that's why I asked the question if the biggest work at the beginning is about the person, because coming back to self is such a huge practice that I definitely and we've spoken about this. So I would definitely say with the work that you do and the people you work with, that's one of the biggest gaps people think that business is separate results are separate money is separate and then who I am the fact that I'm lazy past three o'clock the fact that I don't have energy in the morning the fact that I procrastinate the fact that I get distracted by my phone the fact that I need to go for a wee break every five minutes none of that's important because I need to get these results so there's this kind of fine line with the work that you do between let's take accountability before we then start focusing on business 100% I think when I first start working with anyone I have this document which I literally call the alignment doc and people are like oh like yeah I can see it in their faces like and like I get a bit of sometimes I can get a bit of attitude is it to say seriously this is what we're doing and I'm like uh-huh and it's going to take <laughs> you about six to eight weeks they're like right okay and I'm like fine go away and do it and they come back and they, I'm like so let's have a look at it and it's 
Well, the way you questioned that, I don't exactly. So let's look at this question from all of these different angles and let's get to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then once they've done it, they're like, oh, my goodness. And like I have people now that like three years on are still working from their alignment doc because they were so true with that, that even with changes into what they're doing with their world, their values are still the same. They still are that same person from the center core. Um, So we do that before we write a business strategy because you can't write, well, you can write a business strategy. Of course you can without it. But do you want to have to rewrite it all the time or do you want something that sits with you and grows with you and moves with you? And if you want that, it has to start with you. Mm. And also what you said is it's very difficult to remember when you were seven, you know, and you didn't have all of these traumas in life and society and school to remember who you were. So that document does become your compass. But I, and this is why I wanted to start with this, because so many people discredit, I believe. And again, this is complete opinion. This is not factual. And everything we discuss and anything I ever talk about, I always say that to people. This is just my opinion brought to life. Um, So of course, this isn't everyone. But I would say there's so much of the entrepreneurial space that does discredit the value of health and well-being, because there's just so much focus on the business side, which, you know, I, I definitely love strategy and I love planning and I definitely live in my masculine more than my feminine. But I 100% see the benefit of binge watching Netflix, exercising, taking time away from my phone, you know, I love walking, I love all of those elements of my life. But I think it does take a lot for someone to finally sit down and say, and this comes from your self trinity, self understanding, I'm not getting the results that I want. I haven't been getting those results for a few years. Maybe I need to look at myself before I just keep, you know, rehashing a new strategy. Um, and I do think that's really powerful, that that space and that work that you do. Um, do. And do you find when people have understood and grasped this idea of self and the self-trinity, that results and their business and their performance, it does have a positive impact? It absolutely has a positive impact. Um, I've never seen it where it hasn't. And mostly that comes from because everything has more ease and things just happen and are appear to be you know that parts of strategies just appear because well of course that's the way because we're coming from this place and that and that's how things become bespoke for individuals and it's not just cookie cutter and it's not oh well this this model hasn't worked so I'm going to go over there and look at this person and look at their strategy and then plug and play um well you know yeah it will work it will oh but it will only get you so far and so I think that yeah, it's absolutely got a positive effect, um, positive results, and that positivity throughout the whole journey that comes with it, and the ease and simplicity. Because you know, we make things you know we make things so hard for us. Any business issue, I can guarantee, and I'm saying this a guarantee. Yeah, it's my opinion, but I'll also say it right here. It is a human human issue. It's the human behind the business where the problem lies. Correct what the problem is with the human. And the business problem will either correct itself or become apparent as to what needs doing. True. That is so true. Well, again, I believe that is true. Um, (laughs) That is true. I think that's so important. It's different. Yeah. Okay. No, I love that. So I think this is a really good place for people to now understand 
your values, what you do, the work that you do. And also there are so many people that do listen to this podcast that are in the health and wellbeing industry and really love their self-care practices. They love their wellbeing practices. They have amazing practices. You know, there's people here that really focus on mindfulness and meditation, affirmations, um, you know, law of attraction, focus on exercise, yoga. There's so many of those women in this space, which I love because I think it's so important for us to all have variety and eclectic people in our spaces because that's where we learn um but i think this will be really good for them because so many in my experience when i've had clients in those spaces they've also really struggled to increase their prices or to sell their services or to not feel like they are capitalizing on someone or feel like they're creating something that that space isn't meant to be you know there's a lot of of challenges from people in the health and wellness space from my experience again from the people I work with to not feel kind of guilty or icky to create money around it or to create sales around it so I would love from someone that has a, a very successful physical business and an online business to just share then for you in this space what's important to you as an individual when you think about investing you know, or when when we started working together, what mattered most to you about that experience? Um, yeah, do you know, it's one of the biggest things that I've always come across whenever I've worked with people in the health and wellness space as well. It's like, I don't want to profit out of like making people healthy. Like, I just want to help people. Um, but ultimately, it, you know, it, it's all down to that transformation that you can provide, the bridge that you can build for somebody. Um, you know, all the years of education and qualification and learning the science behind everything. So you know that it's it is factually true, that it it will work for people. Um, that, you know, they aren't able to do that part themselves. So they do need the help. Um, so it's, you know, it's finding that support is 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 life-changing for people um and it you know in there there is a price tag to it and very very rarely do I see people um that, that come into that space or have been in that space actually been in that space a while probably more so that actually um charge people um an investment level that is is appropriate to the transformation that they offer um and I, I think that's because, you know, and then they struggle and it's it, it's really hard because so much goes into everything behind the scenes in health and wellness that, you know, it's not just like, even when people, I remember when I first started out um, and I'd qualified as a personal trainer and I put my prices high straight away. Um, I mean, I'd just come back from traveling after I'd like you know my previous job was a global c-suite position you know moved into being a personal trainer everyone around me was like charging 30 quid I was like absolutely not (laughs) (laughs) and then I was like well I spend an hour with them I prepare the session they have access to me in between it's not about the time that they spent with me. It was. It's about so much more. It's about all the knowledge that I have on their biomechanics and all the things that I can correct them with and prevent their injuries and prevent them having to spend money on on other medical needs. You know. Um, so I know what it was like in that position. And you know, in my you know investments now and and how I choose where I place my investment. Um, like when I started working with you, it was. 
it's all, you know, it's a space where we aspire to have an element of what that person has, you know, and what I was saying earlier, actually, um, about how when we're online, we are mirroring ourselves and it's, and all you can do is look at what everyone else is around you doing, um, you know, and you're one of the very few, if not the only person that springs to my mind, even now when I'm absolutely thinking about it, that looks as if you don't own a social media account to look at and all you do is just be yourself there. There's no relation to what other people are doing. It's just purely what you're here to do. Um, you know, goodness me, like the trends and everything. It's It's just you all over. And there's no difference between you there on Instagram or where, wherever it is that I might see you as to when I have a conversation with you or when I've met you in person. Mm. And that's just so important to me. So that to me is your, your understanding of, of your own self. Mm. And, you know, you, you know, the work that you say that you do, you know, working with yourself, you know, going inwards rather than just always projecting outwards. Um and I think when I've worked with people in the past, sometimes I've felt that there is that disassociation. And when you mix with different groups and things, sometimes I've just felt awkward and in the wrong place. Mm. And then like, well, then it's like, well, I've committed to this and you push harder and you and you do these things and then you become something else. And then it's like, oh, I. <laughs> So, you know, for me, you know, working with you, one of the biggest things is the fact that no matter what, I always feel like when I speak with you or when I watch anything that you're doing, that I'm just me. Mm. And and that for that reason, like that's where, you know, that's why I chose where to place investment on, you know, between us for that. Yeah, I do think that's really important as well, because I would also say, even as being in the relationship, I don't also find that you censor yourself either. And that's important to me, you know, as in if I was to work with someone that felt they couldn't um, be themselves with me, it would make it hard for me to be able to help them, if that makes sense. So I think it's important that I also replicate that, you know, in terms of I am me so that you can be you. And I think sometimes in the online space, um, the 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 coachee can also misinterpret how they should be you know do I always need to say everything's great and do I need to turn up to the calls and it's just like rosy all the time or can I ask questions or um can I say I'm stuck and I think that's definitely not just with you but with the other clients that I've seen the biggest connection but also long-term trust and relationship is the ones that are able to actually go through the difficult conversations and then we work through it together whereas when I've had near the start it's much more superficial you know we're just going to talk about this one thing today we're going to do this the next time it's really hard to build on self you know for both people and like you said mentoring is a lot of the time about the mirror um, and it's very hard to unlock anything in someone else if you can't unlock that in yourself and see sometimes that is messy you know isn't this always clean cut by the end of this 45 minute call we're going to be in this position um so I'm glad that you mentioned that because I do think actually that's something that I really value I wouldn't ever want to follow or become part of something that isn't what I uh, believe in because I just think that's yeah it's very very dangerous place to go but I also think for clients it's very you know very difficult because it makes it hard for people to find themselves if they don't see someone being themselves 
because yeah, of that's like yeah no I definitely agree you know it's and by that you know it's so much easier to build up you know the trust measures between people when you are you know when you aren't behind any mask of any kind um and not just trust as in external but like that everything's about the inside today isn't it um (laughs) where where you can really like just like have that gut of yes you know do you know what I mean even recently with you I'm like I don't know if I've made the right decision this might be really wrong I don't know if it's right and I'm literally messaging you and I'm talking to myself and you must be listening on the other end going just thinking okay so this is this is inside Lauren's head this is great And, and you know and all of a sudden I'm like and I don't and then I'll be like yeah I know I know that you know what's best for me because I've been able to give my whole self Mm. and if you can't do that in both ways then there will always be that additional line of struggle or the journey will become longer because you have to do more trial and error um you know it's great that I'm able to you know be so there with you in our conversations that I definitely feel like I've got a second you know like business partner in what it is that I'm doing because you know I know that you want what's best for me and I I know that it's it's not just you doing a good job at coaching but you you know the outcome requirements desires of everything um and I always feel that you know you ask the questions that I don't dare ask myself Mm. so but you wouldn't be able to do that if you didn't able to build that relationship Sure, I completely agree and if I didn't know you and I think that's really important and I'm really glad you mentioned that because so many um so many people have the wrong impression of what coaching or mentoring is and even today I had a conversation with a client and I said I have to stop you what you're telling me is fine but you're just sitting in your comfort zone none of this is what you need you, you could definitely do it but it's not what you need you need to be pushed you need to be doing it. and I could tell she was like what <laughs> but that's a huge part of actually being able to hold space for someone to say, look, this might be uncomfortable for both of us, but there is going to be a level of stunted progression if we don't go past that point. Um, and I think that's really good you mentioned that because I think a good relationship, whether it's business or not, the reason a relationship is good isn't for the good times, it's for how you navigate the challenging ones. And I firmly believe that in mentoring as well. If, if, if it's just about me nodding and pacifying you and saying, yeah, that's great, do that all the time. And then where do we go? I think that doesn't, you don't formulate any form of growth as people. And like you said, it all starts with ourselves. But I think mentoring is so much more about the challenge than it is about the comfort. And only when, and the reason exactly what you're saying though, is you know yourself well enough to trust when you need to be pushed and I know myself well enough to know how I can do that so then when you put two people together that have that level of self-awareness it creates a different um, movement in the relationship and sometimes that movement isn't always up and success and positive trajectory it could be sideways it could be a little bit of crossing over but the movement is always there there's never this stagnant let's just sit and do the same thing over and over because that's what feels safe definitely agree with that 
um, you know, it's you know, it is that sometimes the most important moves are sideways as well. We we often forget that that to be able to go upwards and forwards with with power and with speed, we have to be in the right starting place. And I think people often um, jump ahead too much too quickly. Um, and don't take those sideways movements. So having the understanding that that is important as well within this, you know, within these relationships and conversations, um, you know, and sometimes, you know, as a being the coachee, it would be um, uncomfortable to think, oh, well, well, why why am I not going forward? But to trust someone to that level where you go, well, okay, this is still progression. Mm. we're still we still got movement here it is progression um it's just going to take a little bit longer at the beginning bit but the trajectory thereafter will be much steeper and having that confidence in that trust of the relationship is, is you know it's imperative and I think that's exactly the work that you do you know so I would say in terms of our like clientele they are they have more complex versions of businesses so for example it would be unrealistic for Lauren and I to look at her business and say every month we're going to have this constant upward trajectory because she has more than one business, she has more than one client, she has staff to manage, she has travel to contend with. There's other elements that all come into play. So some months are about the people in her business, some months are about events, some months are about people coming in, marketing. So, and, and it's the same for you, your type of clients and the consulting work you do, those clients very similarly, sometimes it will be about their leadership, sometimes it will be about their um, time off, their work-life balance. So I think that's a really good point as well. The When you're at the start of anything, your progression is quicker. When you're in the middle, like the main event, the progress might seem slower, but when it happens, it's also much more meaty. You know, you feel like you've really bitten off a, a big lump of something. Whereas at the start, everything we do is progress because it's all new. Um, so, and that also, from what you're saying, when, when you have conversations can be, well, where next? And I don't feel like we're moving quick enough or, you know, et cetera. But, but seeing, seeing the, the bigger picture, I think is also really important. Um, would you say even as someone that does this work with your clients and someone that receives this work is that something that you would also say matters yeah you know it's it's really high up there in you know in that getting that understanding and and like we'll keep going back to it like that trust to know like you know we people say don't they trust the process and and you really must it's it's a really valuable um, skill in being positive even when the bottom line isn't changing you know but whether it makes makes processes more simple within a business whether you know relationships within the business are improving um it really is the solid foundations and it is so common right now and it, it breaks my heart seeing people that just go out there and they go right i'm doing this i'm building a fund and i'm going here and i'm doing this and i'm doing that and there's it, it's not standing on anything mm. And then it takes twice as long, the other end of that, to go back and build what you should have done at the beginning, which would have, which would have taken half the time. So it's and it's really frustrating to kind of get that, you know, that conversation going and agreed upon with with people, in, especially in the online space right now. Yeah. You know, it's some people are making, you know, this strategy has worked for me. You know, I was like, you know, but maybe it's a strategy that's worked in year five of your business on a new product with a new audience 
but you've got five years prior to that you know you've got your solid foundations but nobody's seeing that in 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 the process and the strategy that you're that, that we get to see and you know you see people build things and do things and it's so exciting don't get me wrong it is and everyone has I personally believe everyone has the absolute capability to do any of it any of it it's how we go about doing it with you know the steps that each individual takes um and we all start from somewhere right we all have a if it's a true 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 vision dream mood board whatever you want a vision board whatever you want to say if that is really true to be yours you start somewhere different your goal is something different why on earth would the middle bit be the same mm. so um you know, I really do think that people need to understand that that sideways work, that beginning work, that foundational work is so important. And I don't mean basic. No. Because we say foundations, it doesn't mean I'm going to be giving out dummy guides and ABC one, two, three checklists. It's hard work. Mm. It's really involved and so many layers to it. Um, so they are getting that bit right you know, will definitely, definitely help. And yeah, being okay with all of those sideways changes is is something that I think people find quite hard right now to... to... Yeah, I completely agree. I haven't done this before, but I'm going to ask you this as my final question, but it does pick on the spot. <laughs> okay. But I think it would be good based on this conversation to just see what comes out. And, and as a listener, I think it's important, you know, this is what I wanted from this. I just think it's important that people we expose this type of conversation to people you know what actual experiences are like you know that's what I really wanted to create so I love this um okay so if you were to describe the experience of working with Samantha Hearn in three words yeah I know her face is literally looking shocked at that it's like, what? what would those three words be I'll think of mine back as well in terms of what would be my three words for working with you. Okay, so working with Samantha Hearn in three words, I'd have to say energetics because it's not just all about the high energy, it's about the understanding of the energy. Um, empathy. And inspiring. I love that. My, okay, I love that. My words for you would be honest, driven, and then I'm torn between my last two, between passionate and powerful. I can't decide between. They would be my three. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I love this. Thanks, Lauren. Thank you very much. Great conversation. Try oh. not to because I get sucked into a hole and like. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, I know me too. I love this, and I have actually done another podcast episode with Ryan, but a while ago now. So I will get my team to dish this out in the show notes so you can listen to that. Um, but that was probably God, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two, maybe it was definitely a bit of time ago. But we'll, I'll get I'll get that dished out so you can listen to that episode as well. But thank you so much for being here and sharing so open and honestly with everyone. Of course, there's no other way to speak. <laughs> <laughs> See you later.